0: Hi! My name is Allie Williams and I am obsessed with all things business, building a life you love, and living via leaps of faith. I'm a 5-1 fireball of spunk and fun. Four years ago, I left my old Kentucky home via a 72-hour crowdfunding campaign to join an entrepreneurial program in Silicon Valley. Little did I know after, I would actually be learning in the best classroom, the world. From fun to failure to deep faith-forming seasons, I explored built businesses, loved life, met a boy on an Instagram dating show, and realized I was finally ready to bet on myself. Now, I'm coming to you from North Carolina to teach you what my years of chasing success taught me. Life is not about beating or becoming anyone else. It's not about your income, accomplishments, or wins. It's about your integrity. The things you want simply lead you to accumulating the courage and character you crave. The process allows you to be exactly who you've always wanted to be. Here, we're focused on one thing, helping you live your best life. Yep, I am indeed the hype girl you never knew you needed. So buckle up, because I believe you were created to change the world, but that requires you to believe it too. The question is, will you? Here, you're gonna discover how. So let's dive in, shall we? Welcome to life right up your alley. Hello, and welcome back to the Red of Your Alley podcast. You guys, I'm so excited to have this special guest with me today. So I have Liana Daniel here, and we're going to be talking about the fun and spicy subject that is finding a balance between your business and doing it really well with, you know, unashamed patterns. And having a beautiful, deep faith. So Liana, we're so excited to have you.
1: I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited. I think this is something that I'm obviously really passionate about. And so I'm honored that you asked me to to come and chat about it.
0: Absolutely. We need to start more conversations about things like this. And mm-hmm. we were even talking before we started to record this episode, you guys. And it was just fun to literally like 24 minutes of us going back and forth and just like key keying on on this and and how I think being able to bring conversations like this out, it's gonna create space for freedom. So we want you to walk away from this episode just feeling lighter and more free. And like, you have permission to be like the fullness of who God created you. You don't have to niche yourself down to a point where it's just a, a really, really little piece. Right. So with that, let's start with your business. So will you tell us a little bit about your business, please?
1: Yes. Yeah, so I I've done all kinds of stuff. <laughs> get to get started. And I think that's something that a lot of people may I've had people DM me and look at me and say, oh, like, well, how did you get started? It's like this, I did not start with this. I'm a faith-based business coach, but I didn't start with that. I kind of all melded into that when I noticed there was such a need for that in the business world. There's a need for women to learn how to manage their emotions and their time and their life on a, in a way that glorifies the Lord and has him as their strength and not them trying to do it all themselves, including running a business. We do a lot as it is as women. (laughs) And so I started my business in May of 2020. When I graduated college, it was the height of the pandemic and it was a beautiful time (laughs) to start. And uh, it was just such a blessing to see how the Lord was bringing women my way that really needed this guidance. And so long story short, now, a couple of years later, I am not doing the one-on-ones anymore. I'm working on doing more behind the scenes and creating affordable evergreen products, which just means products that that live online forever, like courses and things like that for women who want to be able to access this teaching and build a business really strongly and be in a community of other women who also love the Lord and love business. Because as you and I know, we just talked about, it's, it's hard to find women like that out there. Yeah, so it really
0: is it is and yeah. finding your people is one of the most powerful things you can do in yeah. business. Whether it's a coach, uh, just a community of people who are like minded, even just one friend who like gets it and gets the different layers yeah. of being a believer in business is so powerful. So yeah. aiming to that, I want to know what is like the number one thing you've learned in business.
1: Actually, two days ago I wrote this down in my journal, which is just my notes folder in my iCloud. But <laughs> I I think it's that there are going to be tons of people that teach all kinds of different things on business and that technically there's no one right way of doing it, but there is one right way of following the Lord. And that's just with trusting him with everything. And so for me, what I've learned is that even if I've done everything else wrong, if I didn't post the right time where the video wasn't right or my website doesn't look great, or whatever it is, but I'm trusting the Lord and I'm walking with Him and seeking Him in my business. Then I'm doing business the right way.
0: Yeah, that's so good. And one thing, you know, in building my business, I just like when I crafted in my way to entrepreneurship school in San Francisco. I was so green. Like I knew nothing. And every single thing now that I can point to that, you know, has built me to be the business owner and coach that I am today truly was like at the hand of the Lord. And that like was my deepest, most like genuine and pure strategy. And it doesn't make sense to people. And that's like completely and totally okay. I think like, you're right. There is one way to follow him. And like, being able to trust him in a fearless way is a like a high calling in a big, tall order, but it reflects over time in your business in such a cool way. And it all makes sense over time. Would you agree with that?
1: Yeah, it's a beautiful way of describing it. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's always nice. Like I have, you know, five, six years under my belt and I, you do too, of like looking back and then it makes sense, but wherever you are, wherever you're listening and wherever you are in your business journey, I just want you to like, understand that like, it will make sense that like, you can trust him strategically to put the pieces together. And so with that, that's one of my favorite parts of business. What about you? Like, what are you super loving in business right now?
1: One thing that I wish that I had done a long time ago, because I was very much like bootstrap, just getting going. And when opportunities came my way, I prayed and whichever ones I, the Lord was showing to go with, I went with them and I didn't create great systems. And now I have like my team and I, we have such great systems. And I think as nerdy as that sounds, it's so freeing to have systems in place. And I think in terms of like my business right now, I'm excited that so many things are running behind the scenes. I have time and freedom just to be creative and to really think ahead and to really be excited about what is to come and the women that are coming my way on a daily basis and seeing that funnel fill up. And that's something that has really been exciting me lately is just having that freedom.
0: Yeah. I love that so much. What do you feel like you're like overcoming currently in business?
1: So I've had health challenges for a really long time and I've had, I've, Chronic pain I've dealt with every day for the past 21 years, and there are times where it is difficult to get out of bed. And today, for example, our call was at 12. I didn't get in bed till 11:15 because I was in pain. I was like, "Okay, I got to get up." Getting up, and for me, comparing myself to women and and friends I have even who are able to get up and work out and have a routine and and make it happen. Whereas for me, my days are really kind of based on what I'm able to do physically. That's what I've been overcoming is just like the comparison of that and really trusting the Lord that he can do more in one hour of my day than I could do in 12 hours if I was hustling and, and pushing and trying to do things in my own capacity. So.
0: Yeah. I love that. I have had plenty of health things as well. And I think that's a big reason why I became an entrepreneur too. And understanding I needed space and more control when it came to my career. And anyway, within that one thing that God showed me once that has like given me so much, I guess, like space and grace for myself and my process in my business. And it sounds like what you were just saying is like with God, it's not like, I feel like entrepreneurship, people think it's just like this endless to-do list with like checks, if that Mm -hmm. makes sense. And like the more checks you can hit, the faster that's what your momentum is. When really like, God just wants us to focus on like those big things like he can what you just said do so much more with us than like we can do ourselves and we're more of like a domino right and if we can just push like one big domino like his momentum can take us so much farther than like like just laboriously going through that so I love that and I feel like someone who's listening could like absolutely just feel free hearing that truth so thank you for sharing it. Yeah, you
1: know something. Yeah. I don't want to interrupt, but something, no. <laughs> <laughs> something practically—I made a reel about this a little while ago, and in, in a TikTok, and it, it was good hearing the response that this something that was needed. It's, it goes along in line with what you just said. Is I started planning my weeks different. I have I bought so many calendars, so many agendas, so many you know even online programs trying to figure out how to plan my week. And what I started doing was sitting down on Sunday evenings and praying having worship music going and writing down everything on my mind, which is, as you probably know, it's called a brain dump. And so I dump everything out, write it all down. It doesn't even have to be in lines. it can just. I get an unlined sheet of paper and write everything. And then I pray and, and I number them from one to five, of the things that the Lord puts on my heart that need to be done. And my mom always taught me that what's urgent is not always what's important. And so I'm praying with the Lord, I know this is urgent, but your timing's more powerful and important than the timing that is in my life right now. Like what I think is urgent. And so I write down what he's telling me is important to do. And then I do them in that order. And once I complete them, then I start over and I pray for the next five. And I just try to take it five at a time. And that's been really, really freeing and helpful for me. I love that
0: whatever works for each person to like allowing yourself to try on the different processes like you're just saying like you buy all the agendas or like the this or you try this method stay in curiosity instead of judgment when trying to find what works that I have a planner called daily direction that I have put like all of my ecosystem on and it's you know 90 it's 90 sheets of paper and it has three main things to do each day and a place to brain dump and then you get to rate the day at the end of the day but it's it's just 90 sheets of paper like you have no idea what god could do with 90 days of just like Mm -hmm. thoughtful action and it doesn't mean that you have to be like a gladiator every day for him to like move the needle right but like the awareness That happens with you doing that on Sundays and the prayer and the intention of it and whatever the tool you're using is so key. And I didn't know that in business, even though both of us are, you know, so focused on our faith and that's such a huge part and pillar of our life. Like it took me a long time to understand, like, wow, when I invite God into this, especially the mundane things, I actually have a passion and a flair for it instead of it just being this like horrible thing. Did you feel that too?
1: Yeah, it. There, there are just so many layers to it, right? It feels like we, we think we have one thing figured out. We're like, okay, we got this down, you know, trusting God, my business check. And then the next day I'm like, wait a second, I guess I didn't have that down. And so it just takes time and it's a daily walk. That's why they call it a walk. Cause it's like a continuous thing. It's not like you're ever going to arrive if that makes sense. Yeah.
0: It's so true. It's so true. And it Like life has a way of humbling you in the way that you just said too. And that's, it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. It's a good thing. The walk is a good thing. The journey is a good thing. So let's talk about faith now on the other yeah. side of the coin. So I feel like you just threw all kinds of really great golden nuggets of things that God has like taught you through business. But what do you think your favorite lesson your faith has taught you? Like God has taught you.
1: You know, there's this book that I read. I have it right here actually. It's The Freedom of Self-Forgetfulness by Tim Keller. And it's so short. It's a tiny, tiny little book. And I think something that the Lord has taught me is is there truly is freedom in forgetting about myself. Yeah. And considering others more highly. Don't know the reference to that, but I know that's in the New Testament. And um, and you know, man, I don't know. I need to I need to think for a second.
0: Yeah, well, even to that, I I think we can like ping pong too. So like, think while I say this, but that was really interesting, because I I always say this, I've said this in lots of episodes, people are probably gonna be like nodding. But there was this moment when I lived in Los Angeles, it was in 2020, I had literally nothing to do, (laughs) like most of the world, right, those first few months. And so I just really got into the word. And I read the Bible for like hours and hours, every single day. And, oh, it was so good. But at the end of Isaiah, I think it was one, it was Isaiah or one of like the, like Ecclesiastes, like Ephesians, Galatians, something like that. Anyway, I think it was Isaiah though. There's like this paragraph and it's talking, it's like listing all of these people who died, you know, for the cause for, in Jesus's name. And it was just like listing name after name, after name. And I, you know, can't pronounce any of them while I'm reading them. And, and then it said, You know, and there were many others who died in even worse ways and their names will never be documented or remembered. And it just like stopped. Like that's the end of the paragraph. And I was like, well, that like it felt, you know, when something like feels empty when you read it and you're like, okay, I had that feeling and I was like, wow, that's so empty. And then, and then God like filled up that emptiness in my heart really quickly. And he was like, are you okay with being that? You know, like you've been doing this this crazy entrepreneurial thing for three plus years now, like, and your name may never be known. Like, it may not matter. It may go unnoticed. Will you still do it? You know, and I it was like this cool. I, I think I was a crossroad in my life. Like, you know, when you come to a, a V, and and I like had to be like, yeah, it isn't about me. And I I think like that unlocked a freedom that I had prayed for for five years plus leading up to that. And then you said what you just said, which is so interesting because I, again, like a lot of people have amazing revelations from their faith and from their walk with the Lord. But I think it really does come down to understanding what you just said and what Tim Keller like really hits on in that book. Like it literally isn't about us. And that's like a deep gift.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I definitely think so. And I, I think it was in eighth grade or something where my teacher, I went to a Christian school, and it was it was a blessing. And I learned in eighth grade, she was saying that humility is not like thinking less, kind of what Tim Keller talks It's not like thinking less of yourself and thinking, well, I suck or I'm horrible or I'm this. It's not, which I used to think it was that when I was a kid. I was like, oh, humility, I need to be humble, I need to be small, I need to be. When instead, it's it's lifting others above yourself and encouraging others and placing them in a, a place in your mind where when you do things, it's for them. And I think in business, the blessing in that is when I do create a course, when I, or when I do, you know, work on a freebie or a post, it's not, will this get me more followers or will this, you know, increase my income? Will that, it's not about that. It's, will this serve that person? Will this, it's about putting them, which is great because then the money, the followers, all that underneath it, it releases that. That freedom is just, I'm like, okay, that doesn't matter because I'm focused on them. i focus on serving the Lord. So it took a while to get around to, but I think that ultimately is the thing the Lord's taught me. And it has, I've been able to apply that to every area. Same, with even with my marriage, it's like not about, does my marriage look good? Or are we a great couple or any, it's just about serving my husband and loving him. And then everything else falls into place. Same when he does that for me. And yeah, so I think it's that, that freedom of self-forgetfulness is been the coolest thing that, and can I can of add one more thing. And yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've thought about this too. The power of knowing God's word. I think that is something else that our generation and future generations are almost losing because there is, there's so many other distractions and things to do that a lot. It's so easy not to study God's word. Mm-hmm. And that has been the thing that has held me through. I mean, everything I've ever gone through is knowing God's word, knowing how to study it and how to know him through it. And I come, that's what I come back to every time I need help. Every time I need guidance, every time I need encouragement, it's not going on TikTok or going to Instagram and looking at my saved posts, which I've done before. And it's like, even, you know, stuff you write or I write, yes, it can be encouraging to people, but there's nothing like being in God's word and knowing it for yourself. And so I think that and the freedom of self-forgetfulness are the two things the Lord showed me the most for my faith. Yeah.
0: Well, I love that. And I don't know about you, but like the character of God, the fullness of God means something so different when you know the word and like that. I, I remember like the first time I read the Bible, like I like closed the Bible and I was like really mad. I don't really get mad too. I'm pretty ill also. And so I was just like, Oh, and I, then I was like, why am I angry? And then I was just like, Man, nothing has ever communicated his character and fullness like that. You know, like it's just, it's like nothing. There's, there's no taste even to the way that I describe it necessarily. Or even my favorite pastors and, you know, mentors, it, it's so real. And when you read the Bible, it actually, it is real. It, it, it takes a life of its own. It's so cool. So yeah, like, and then everyone says, read the Bible. And you're like, I get it. I need the Bible, but then you do it, you're like, whoa, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yep. It's the same in business too. Like I think like the idea, your your concept or solution, it's good and you believe in it and you may take a chance to build it, but it doesn't it doesn't hit you the same way that like a testimonial or, or even like watching someone that you've poured into and believed in for years when you actually see them doing it. Or like, I've had people I've coached who then like, maybe I've come to speak at their retreat or, you know, in their group or something. And, and then, you know, they'll say something and I'm like, Oh, I taught them that, but it's even, better now. It's not because I said it. It's, it's like, oh, they're living that out. You know, don't rob yourself of that. Like if you're listening to this, don't rob yourself of that, of faithfully creating and faithfully existing. And you know, there's just so much available, like God made sure of it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. That's so good. So now I want to talk about balance. So we're going to wrap up this episode talking about like the art of balance
1: mm-hmm.
0: when it comes to faith and business. And, you know, before we started to even record this episode, I was telling her, so I have a yearly conference and it's called the Bloom Conference. It's September 26th, 27th, 28th in Raleigh, North Carolina this year. It's going to be insane, you guys. But last year, its first year, you know, I had some amazing speakers and some of them were you know, openly believers. Some of them were not at all. I didn't even know if they were believers and it, it wasn't a faith-based conference. It was a business conference. Right. But it was so neat. Like God brought all of us together and every single woman who stood up on that stage actually ended up talking about him in a capacity. And it showed me, it was like, I got slapped with a lesson in a, a space where I was trying to facilitate teaching for others that balance is going to look different for everyone, wherever you are in your walk and in your business building journey, like you may be, you know, shouting his name from the rooftops or not, but like, do not allow yourself to like lose touch of the fact that like God has put that dream on your heart. And then he is going to lead you as you build it. And that when you finally do arrive, whatever that means for you, that he's going to be the most important thing that you learned and you encountered in that. It's not the accolades. It's not the money. It's not any of the things that may happen. And, you know, you know, anything you may encounter, it, it really, it all goes back to him. And it was so cool to see all of these women in all these different stages of entrepreneurship and business voice that over and over. And so I want to talk about balance because I mean, Liana, you literally like talk in so many ways to the content you create and the way that you coach people about the fact that you can have both. And so and it's messy and it's, yeah. And, we're, and it's, we're all learning and it doesn't have to be perfect. And there's no formula, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, I think that just because there is social media and our everyone's lives, we're all on blast. Right. And we see a lot of what other people do and, but we see the highlights usually. And even when people though do share, like I'll share the messy part sometimes, but there's still always, I, I include a message of hope. But in the moment, sometimes I don't have a message of hope in the moment, like it doesn't feel like that sometimes. And I think that we just have so much pressure in ourselves to show up a certain way or to balance our lives a certain way. And ultimately we just have to do what works for us, for our families, for our mental health, physical health. It's about serving the Lord and obeying him. And then if he says, Hey, you know, your life is off balance, or you need to share more about me or something, it's just listening to him. And so I think the the number one thing for for me and having balance in my life is knowing how to hear the Holy Spirit's voice. And if you're listening to this and you don't know how to do that yet, I think what we were just talking about before is listening to knowing God's word because we'll know, you'll know what he sounds like when you know the kinds of things he says. Mm -hmm. And so that's where it all comes down to is that is, is knowing his word and uh, moving forward from there with, again, I've been in this space, I feel like for a while now, and there's sometimes month by month, I feel like maybe I should show up this way or not this way. I should share more, share less. And something that I learned out of Bible boot camp I went to that was fascinating to me. And I'll never forget this analogy. I don't know about you, Allie. I like, I have images, like analogies that stay with me of where things I remember. And so I was sitting at a table and we were eating at this camp and it was like a, like barbecue kind of where, you know, those plates at a picnic barbecue where they're all separated (laughs) really Yeah. Those classic plates where you put your beans in one, the sauce in one, like all this stuff. I was sitting there and a leader was teaching me about Jesus. We're just sitting and eating. And she it was really cool. She said, you know, a lot of times we for us, for, for example, we'll put our family and, and where the beans should go. We'll put our friends one place, our business one place, and Jesus in another little place on the plate. When Jesus is the sauce. Jesus is the sauce that goes over all of it, that brings it all together. Mm-hmm. That's so good. And that has kind of, that shaped my life after hearing that as ridiculous as that sounds. I knew that, okay, I don't have to compartmentalize Jesus. He's going through everything that I do and everything that he touches, he makes sweeter, mm-hmm. he makes better and richer. And, and so I think that is the best way to describe it. Is there is no, I want to say there is no balance because there is, it's just I don't know. I need to cut this out. I'm like, I'm okay. starting a trip right now no, when I'm really good. thinking about it, you know?
0: Yeah. No, it's- we don't need to edit that out. Cause it is, it is. creepy. <laughs> and there, there isn't the balance, but like, I want to like throw balance out the window. I think that there's like grace and acceptance. Yeah. I think that yeah. is like, that is, I look at the, the teeter totter, right? Like your self-compassion and personal respect that like, pull you toward being the woman that God created you to be and, you know, allow you to create the balance of, of letting the sauce touch everything and letting it not be perfect and letting it ebb and flow and push and pull is the magic, you know?
1: Yeah, I definitely think so. And there is no right way to, there's no percentage like you should talk about Jesus, this percentage or that percentage or I think so many women and so many of my past students and struggle with anxiety and with self-doubt and especially in business, especially as we move up and the pressure becomes more intense, we, we put so much on our shoulders and there's a song by United Pursuit band, like we'll wake United Pursuit band, which I love. And it's called take a moment. And anyone's listening, take a moment to listen, to take a moment. It's so good. And he says, take a moment to remember who God is and who I am is like Jesus singing and says, there you go, lifting my load again. And it's Jesus just lifts every load that we put in ourselves. And I think one of those loads that i put on myself is trying to balance instead of just living and just loving the Lord and resting in who Jesus is and how much he loves me and how much he wants to help. It's not like he gives us a burden of you have to live this way to be holy and to, to, look good to the world. And to, it's not how it is. It's just, he just wants us to love him and he takes care of the rest. And the more I've been focusing on that, the more my business has grown, the more people he's brought my way to be blessed by my content or blessed by whatever programs I have. And it, it's just free. We can, I think we, we talk about freedom so much throughout this time, Ali. we keep talking about freedom, 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 because that's ultimately what he wants for us is to walk in freedom. And Mm -hmm. we unconsciously chain ourselves when we try to do things the way we think they need to be done based on what other people in the space are doing.
0: Yep. Amen. And it's that understanding, it's that wisdom that will create space for that freedom, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love that. Thank you so much for coming.
1: Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited. Hopefully that any other women that hear this will feel like, okay, I'm not alone. <laughs> that there are other women in this space that feel this way and that it's okay not to have it all figured out yeah. because God already does have it all figured out.
0: Yeah. Amen. Amen to that. And let that be like a pressure release statement too. Yes. Like perfectionism has no place here. Expectations, you know, I think So often we are the things that keep us from being what you just said, like who he created us to be. What would it look like if you loosened your grip, you know, and, and you loved him deeper, like, who would you be then, you know, and, and how would you do that? And all of that, like, those are the questions, not like, so how many times should I talk about Jesus on here before they think I'm a freak and I'm going to thump them with the Bible. Right. That's, that's the wrong question. So pay attention to your questions. And I'm excited for them to be able to find you and learn from you and so you guys I have linked everything below in the show notes for you to reference you can check out Liana's new website her you know Instagram TikTok everything she is always creating the best content and just leading from a place that is so integrity driven so with that thank you for being here Liana you guys I hope you have an incredible day and we'll see you back on right up your alley